Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. High in these potty streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go wherever your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Open this door, man, for a huff and puff. Come on now, by the hands of your chinny chin chin. Omar, you best roll out. We up in here with the Mac tank. Oh, I think it's not, Terrell. I think it's not. What is that? Yo, might need to think this through and stop wasting my time. Omar from the wire. Is Omar oh. come back tomorrow? And the next day? And the next day? And I will put a bullet in all y'all behind what happened right now. Yo, and, and niggas just dropped the whole bag, yo. Like, yo, here, take it. Leave us alone. Hell yeah, they threw that shit right out the fucking window. Yeah. Right here, <laughs> keep it. Yo, man, ah, oh, man. R.I.P., man. R.I.P. Michael K. Williams, bro. Facts, bro. Omar, man. One of the best fucking super gangsta-ass gay thugs I've ever seen in my life on TV, bro. <laughs> that's real life, son. That's real life. <laughs> Yo, but even um his character on Boardwalk Empire, Chalky, Chalky White. Yeah, Chalky White. Yo, that character was amazing, man. And just everything else he's done. Oh man. Yo, even like as recently as uh the the tribute they did to DMX in the BET Awards. Facts, bro. You know, like oh, man, it's just it sucks, you know. And then the way that they're reporting it, saying that you know it was a drug overdose. Yeah, so that's the worst part, bro. It's like everybody's talking about fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl. Even he was talking about like the youth gotta be easy on the drug intake and shit like that. And he gets taken out by a party drug, or what he assumed was a party drug, and ended up being. Laced with fentanyl, bro. Wild, man. Wild, bro. Yeah, this shit is fucking crazy right now with this shit. Mad people are going out with that. But it's crazy. It's nuts, man. Like, just just like the, the numbers of all these people dying. I mean, they they out here, you know, they, they sniffing coke like they used to doing. And, you know, that shit got, <laughs> that shit got a little something extra in it now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, it's taking, it's taking a lot of lives, man. And hopefully people could just like, you know, slow it down. Maybe just roll a L. Facts, bro. I never heard of anybody ODing off of weed. And just like what Nori says, relax. 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 Gotta relax. Yeah, bro. Gotta relax. This should get into a point where it's getting scary out here, B. I never knew that fucking party drugs were fucking supposed to kill you, bro. That shit's crazy. That shit ain't a party anymore. It's the, well, it is a party. It's the last party. That's a big fucking fact, bro. Yeah. That shit is nuts, though. Yeah, I just wanted to open up saying, you know, RIP Michael K. Williams. Uh, how, how are you guys doing, man? What's going on with you guys? Talk to me. Thank you. Chill, Good, bro. Man. Nice shirt you got over there. It's not a Jordan shirt. Very not dope a Jordan shirt. shirt. Very dope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see the back. Buzz. Hey, yo. There we go. Hey, yo. <laughs> there we go. That's the black punk right there. Hey, yo. Chicago 40. 
The black is fucking dope. Yeah. Fuck. I thought the red was ill, but the black is ill too. Has a little pizzazz in it, you know? Very official. A little razzle dazzle. A little razzdazz. If uh, Woodrow was here, he would have been saying that it was blessed by Una Abuelita, Puerto Rican Abuelita, Puerto Rican Abuelita from the Bronx. Some shit like that. Yeah, I know I butchered the shit out of You're over here shaking your head. What is that? Oh, Oh, man. That was like the fucked up Bloomberg version of that. Yeah, both both of them niggas is is wild. I would say de Blasio, he's worse. You know, not as wild as AEW. How about that? But they're not as wild as Cuomo. We're going to just handsy. jump right into it, man. Uh, this past mm, weekend. We're going to jump into it? <laughs> this past weekend, AEW came all out, which is most likely their best pay-per-view event to date. You know, we can't say ever because, you know, they're so they're so young and what they're doing. But, um, I mean, we were here last week talking about how we weren't, you know, we weren't all that hyped for most of the matches. Like, you know, some of the matches we knew they were going to hit. We already knew the tag team match was going to hit. That tag team match was beyond fire. Uh, shout out to Lucha Bros becoming uh, AEW, AEW tag champs. Um, mm-hmm. What's your take? Now, now that we know Adam Cole's AEW, now that we know Daniel Bryan, I know Daniel Bryan had a career before WWE, but he spent more time in WWE than anywhere else. So what is your take right now on the way AEW is moving? That's very true. Just as I predicted. It's gonna be good. Wait, didn't you predict it was gonna shut down by it last, wasn't this year, they, last year? They did. They did real good their first year, man. <laughs> first year would be a flop. flop. We talked about that. <laughs> we talked about that. But what I'm trying to ask you guys is this: like, where right. do you think they're going? Now. Head to head competition with Raw and SmackDown. Nah, I don't even think they're ready for that yet. I think they're gaining the talents. Yeah, the talent pool is getting better, but their writing's still the same. Like everything I think seems that we like can't compare both companies. You know who's viewing because what? The they're, like I said last week, they're they're catering to a different audience. Talking about, mm-hmm. I'm talking about wrestling wise. Wrestling-wise, right now, not all around. Because I mean, you you could you Better. could watch you could watch Dynamite, and there's gonna be a couple of matches that don't hit. Like everybody's talking about that, they were very surprised about how the Miro and Eddie Kingston match went. I thought it was okay. You know what I'm saying? I was very surprised how um, Christian was able to hold up with. Kenny Omega in that in that match because it, it went over I think twenty minutes of whatever it was, but I just feel that their 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 shit is they're going to the hardcore wrestling fans demographic like they're giving them exactly what they want, you know what I'm saying? And I I just feel like they're going into a realm right now where they could start competing soon, not now but soon. Because to, to date, like, you know, even Raw, as bad as Raw is, is still getting more numbers than AEW. And what I like what AEW is doing right now is that AEW is not competing head on with WWE. They're giving themselves, yeah, they're giving themselves their own lane, their own time, their own day in order Which to like shouldn't. make it bigger. Like, yeah, establish themselves, make it bigger, bro. Because at the end of the day, if they go head and head, head, head to head, let's say with SmackDown. If they go head to head with SmackDown, it, it'll be interesting 
because then you're gonna have a lot of people flipping back and forth because they don't know what, what which show to watch, which show to DVR. You don't know what's gonna happen. And I feel like Vince doesn't he doesn't feel like he's you know pushed to pushed to the ropes yet. He's he's not, man. He's not. Yeah. Because Vince, what Vince is doing is into his production. He's doing entertainment. We watch WWE for the entertainment. We watch AEW for the wrestling. AEW will give us all of the wrestling, including the botches, whereas WWE will they'll clean it up. They'll try to avoid the botches. If we catch the botches, that's when we start fucking judging how WWE is running and shit like that. Like, oh, I can't believe they still do shit like this. But WWE runs it as if it's a movie studio. You feel me? They're working on fucking movies, uh, 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 reality TV, documentaries. They're working on so many other things that this, the wrestling itself is basically the foundation of it. Like, they're just like worried about everything else on top of the wrestling. They're not worried about the wrestling anymore. AEW is competing against the wrestling of WWE, but not anything else. So it's like, yeah, they're trying to get the same audience that WWE has, but they're not comparable. Like, you can't get the kids from WWE to watch AEW unless you get them hooked. Look at what they're doing. Look at what they're doing with Undertaker and the New Day. They're about to have an interactive and think, fucking. And I think movie that's the Netflix. only thing new they could really do. With like the right Undertaker now, AEW and the New is, Day. It's like it's the new wave. It's it's the new brand. You know, it's it's a shiny new toy. Everybody's being very excited with it. They can do a whole lot more and excite the crowd, surprise the crowd, as with. WWE, I don't think there's much they can do that could really, like, pop the crowd. Like, oh, my God. Like, of course, everybody's waiting for that rock comeback. Yeah, that's all they're waiting for. And like, and like I was about to say, bro, you can't, you can't do all this stuff and have not that many talent on your roster anymore. They're losing talent. Now, 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 now like Mick Foley said, it's not going to be about you know, if you want to be WWE, now you got to think about if you really want to go to WWE and if they're not fucking your shit up. I think so, that we, so with him saying that, the talent now is going to be like, all right, I got to I gotta see what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Look at Kevin Owens sending some... Yeah, that's been happening forever. Deleting them shits. I, it's going to happen, bro. It's going to... Yeah. All you're going to have is solidify people that, like, that's gonna be with WWE, like a Roman Reigns, like those type of people. Like, like you were saying, LP before, Sami Zayn, because Sami Zayn, we no, didn't he, got no he, other he'll have a he'll have a spot in AEW because of the I people. Feel, he fit just fine there, but he would. No, so, he uh, would, but I, he, I I don't think he'll fit there. Yeah, and, let, uh, yeah. Shai Zayn, wrong. Let me explain it better. Like me and Shai was talking about it earlier about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And I feel like Kevin Owens, yeah, he could go anywhere and be Kevin Owens. I feel like Sami Zayn solidified himself of who he is now than what he did in the independence where he was El Generico. And I feel like if yeah. he goes to AEW, everybody's going to want to see El Generico again. And it's like Sami, Van- Sami Zayn developed himself as this character where he's not just he's not just Sami Zayn from Canada. He's also Sami Zayn, the Iranian, who cares about what's going on everywhere else and puts it out there on Twitter. He's also Sami Zayn, the conspiracy theorist that we've seen on WWE, who really worked that pretty well to his gimmick, being like, everybody's out to get me. Everybody's fucking me over. Should, I don't think they could do that with AEW. He's even, even said himself uh, in a tweet that he sent out, I think it was like about a week ago. He said that ever since he's come back, like this is the best work he's done of his oh, yeah. career. And I, and I think it's just from it's just from like a creative standpoint, like the way he's doing what what he's doing right now. That's what now. it seems like. But I feel like if he leaves, he's not gonna have that creativity that he's having right now. Because what it is is everybody wants to be this super explosive like character, right? Almost like in the midst of like being in the middle of the fiend, 
and like Stone Cold. Everybody wants to be this big mega star, but also be in the right place of the cards. Sami Zayn's in the right place and he's the right character. He's a realistic character. Even if he's not really doing the conspiracy theorist thing anymore, he's still being Sami Zayn. He doesn't have to really do much to show you that he's like being, he's outworking people, but yet he still feels like he's being overlooked, you know? And he doesn't have to say it on the mic. He does it. He does it in the ring. Look at how he fucking beat up Dominic Mysterio the past two matches, like that. And like, it, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry to yet. cut you off. My Go bad, ahead. G. But um, I just feel that the difference between both companies, even even if it's not comparing apples to apples mm-hmm. right now, it's just the difference between both companies is is the writing. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying. You have you have certain you know certain stories on SmackDown that's that's viewable. Like yo, you're 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 at home on a Friday night and you're watching SmackDown because there's certain things going on in SmackDown that you're actually intrigued intrigued about. Mm-hmm. As with Raw, like the only thing I see cool about Raw is like whatever they're doing with Bobby Lashley yes. right now. Yes. And, and the and the way and the way they're pushing him and the way they're pushing Randy Orton with uh with riddle right now you know what i'm saying just all of that but then outside of that there's really nothing there there's nothing that holds the the show together but at, and then i i look at the numbers and it's crazy like I'm, I'm not i'm not all into the demos and shit like that but then you look at the numbers i think they did like 1.9 right overall but almost seven hundred thousand of those people where that key demographic they keep talking about that 18 to 34 or some yeah. shit like that. And it's like, damn, I was like, if they keep succeeding and what they're doing, which is now, now is like, if you get 2 million, two, two million people watching, you know, wrestling on cable, it, it's, it's a big thing. If you're closing out these deals and you're making so much money off the brand itself, regardless of what you're putting on TV, there's nothing for them to start thinking like, yo, we need to change this down to third. And they let all this, all this talent go and they still have a crazy amount of talent mm-hmm. there. So it's just like, we, I feel like we can't even like dictate what they should do or if they're doing anything wrong. Cause if they were doing something wrong, they wouldn't be always, uh, Every quarter be out of positive. Every quarter the make numbers money. want to be positive. Yeah, bro. You know, Jay-Z said fucking numbers don't lie, bro. bro. If the numbers keep going up, what are they supposed to do? Are they supposed to just switch it because <laughs> we out here talking like, yo, this shit trash? If the shit is that trash, why do they still have those numbers? And we've seen it when it, the numbers dip, what they do. Like, mm-hmm. like we're still talking about what went on with AEW, right? And All Out also. And I just, like, we all know what happened. They debuted three different talents that they snatched up from WWE. I feel like All Out kind of was, like... Overwhelming? Not overwhelming. But, it it was it was to a certain to a certain extent because we were watching it together. Yeah, LP. I, I feel all right, so and, overwhelming might be. The, I think it was overdone. Like I feel like three debuts maybe too much. You already you already debuted Ruby Soho. Nah, they, they, and at the end of the night, you, you forgot that they, she debuted. They but they they went out and just let the clip go, bro. They really did. And I feel it. like they shouldn't have done unless they got fucking more to come. Yeah. But then it's yeah, like yeah, and that's what. That's what Tony Khan keeps talking about. Like, there's other shit coming within the next six yeah. months that we don't know about. Yo, dude, and then not even that Daniel Bryan debut, not even that Adam Cole debut, but we got to see Minoru Suzuki pop up on American television. Come on. And him and John Moxley. I think, yeah, tonight on yeah, Dynamite. Right. I think tonight. they were supposed to go head to head tonight on Dynamite. Like, that's fucking insane, B. That fucking Suzuki's like almost 50, or he is 50 years old. 53. Fucking five. He's the trace. That's crazy. Bro, he's like the, 
That's like if Freddy Cougar was your grandfather. It's like a samurai. It's like if Sting was still like <laughs> as in like shape as he was like 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago. Because I don't think Sting could put in that work. As as much yeah. as we see him wrestle right now, like he's he does it once in a while. When you see him, it's just like oh, I, I kind of don't want to see this. It's kind of watching like the Undertaker. Yeah, I don't want to see. Yeah. Sting. I don't want to see. But Minoru Suzuki looks like he'll fuck us up, like all three of us up at the same time. And yeah, I'm Listen, I'm I'm ready to see that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny it. It, it could it yeah, happen. Real. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm no. gonna nah. <laughs> I'm gonna lose. One thing that I that I. I feel that was very telling, especially with Daniel Bryan, when he was being interviewed after after the show. He's like, yo, I'm not going to be like CM Punk and come over here and say, you know, I'm over here trying to like, you know, work with the young guys and get them over. He's like, nah, I'm trying to kick their heads off. He's like, I'm out here to like, yo, he really wants to go back to what he Brian did. Brian Danielson, and, the American Dragon. Yeah, you know, very, very aggressive. And he said that the reason why, you know, like Vince was like kind of like very, he was sheltering him. Like Vince was, he said, like he said, like, you know, Vince was telling him to, to fight in a different style because he was trying to prolong his career. And that 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 was another thing. Like him and him and uh, Adam Cole, they had nothing bad to say about Vince or their time in WWE, NXT, whatever it may be. WWE, let's just call it what it is. Titan Town yeah. is random. So so it's it's very telling for them to do that but it's also very telling how he was going to give daniel bryan the the key to those doors and be like yeah yeah you could go over here and do your thing you could go over there and wrestle it's like i'll let you go wherever the fuck you want but you're wwe product and i feel like that's something he wished he would have done with jericho oh i'm sure you know what i'm saying and daniel bryan still said no and went to the and went to AEW. I think it was just because he really wanted to be like let loose and let yeah. go. You know, uh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole is probably a different situation. He got his best friends over there. Wifey's there. Why wouldn't he go? Right. I. Well, I don't know. If everybody knows this, but when you told me that they were looking to have him as a manager in SmackDown or Raw. Yeah, uh, Bing Bing posted. I yo, dude, that that was something. That was like a rumor going around right now that they wanted to have him as a. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I can't see that. Like he's too I much talent. See that. Like, way too much he'll talent. Be great as way a manager, but just as a manager, that's ridiculous. No. That's ridiculous. No. That's not yeah, happening. And if that's what they pitched him, they deserve to lose him. Then, if that's what they pitched him. Murder. You're right, man. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, like I'm less and less I, I believe anything that Dave Melter says, you know, because he's just been yeah, you know, he's he says he's a journalist, but I just can't I can't really follow anything he says. A lot of the times he seems to be fucking wrong. I can't go. He's a with sheets, it. bro. Can't he's a dirt sheets. But yo, exactly. I like I was just saying though before, I feel like it was overdone though. You like all right, Ruby Riot debuted. Then they debuted Minoru Suzuki. Then we got Adam Cole, and then after Daniel Bryan. And yeah, Adam- Ruby, Ruby Riot won it. Huh? At least Ruby Riot won. That she did. But you forget that she debuted. And then you forget no. that Minoru Suzuki debuted also when you have the two, the two biggest stars from WWE debut also at the same night at the main event and now they have like a whole thing going like that's that's i mean like, i feel like they could have stretched out maybe do ruby and Minoru, and then they could have done adam cole tonight or you know finish it off with adam cole and then have daniel bryan tonight i feel like all of that was crushed in to a point where you're like oh shit like yeah this was cool but what happened i just remember daniel bryan and adam cole now no, like I, I remember everything because of how how everything was spaced out. I mean, the last two, of course, they were they were bunched in together. Maybe because that's a that's a storyline they're gonna go and mess with from here on in. But I also feel that AEW needed to do that. They needed like that 
fuck you moment. Like, yeah, we're here. Fuck you. Like, we're actually legit. You keep saying that, you know, we're we're not in your rearview mirror, all this other shit. They wanted to make uh, a stance. They wanted to make they wanted to make a, a fucking uh-huh. moment. And they did uh-huh. that. They did that with everybody coming in. They they definitely did that. But my thing is this. I start thinking about some of the AEW talent, and I start thinking about the elite. Is the, is the elite looking a little NWO-ish at the moment? Can they ruin wrestling? Can they ruin wrestling? I, <laughs> I don't think they'll ruin wrestling, though. I don't think they will. <laughs> I don't really don't think they will. But I do think that they're looking very strong, as NWO did, and they're going to have their run, which... Makes sense with the talent that you have there with the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, the Good Brothers, now Adam Cole. You know what I'm saying? So I feel that they are going to have their moment when maybe they all get the titles back again. Not even just the, the heavyweight title and the tag titles, but maybe also the TNT title. You know what I'm saying? But if they do that, I don't think that they're dumb enough to go on a crazy run where like they're burying AEW. That's what NWO did. They buried WCW and it was hard for WCW to come back up after that. I think they're smarter than that. They're learning from their mistakes. They're doing a lot of things that TNA and WCW did, but they're doing it correctly right now. They're getting people in their prime instead of just getting like afterthoughts. I'm not even going to say afterthoughts. That's kind of, that's kind of whack. But like getting a guy like Booker T in his 40s, who wasn't Booker T in WCW or his WWE days, getting a Kevin Nash that didn't have any knees to work with, getting Hulk Hogan, who was way past his prime after his second stint in WWE. Like they're not doing anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like they 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 have a good a good foundation on what they're doing. And I'm hoping it doesn't get into like the NWO territory. Nah, yo, I think what they're following, they're following the blueprint of the corporation because mm. they're executives, right? And people who work, Kenny Omega, the the Young Bucks, they all have a say, like a legit say in the business. Yeah. So it's not like, like. Hopefully, hopefully Tony Khan don't join them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like right now, it's really just them as their wrestling selves, but with a little pull, like that extra pull. Yeah. So it's like you have the Triple H. That's why his whole the the mutton chops that Kenny had reminded me of Triple H a lot. Like it was just like Jeez. like all of this is like if they had a Vince McMahon behind them, it would have been full blown corporation. You don't know who's y'all listening, bro. Tony Khan's looking like a pendejo ass fucking Eric Bischoff, bro. He just needs to stay in the back and keep doing what he's doing hey, there. He's bro. a fanboy. Don't come out with no yo, don't come out with a leather jacket. Don't do any nah, of that, bro. He's gonna keep doing what he's doing. Then I start, then I'll start getting worried. Then I'm gonna start getting worried. Like you, <laughs> you, you don't even see Tony Khan acting as an announcer right now. But there was times like when when Kenny was getting out of line and the way he came out and he came out with the title and he was telling me who he was gonna face. And just him on the mic was yeah, was bad. Yeah, yeah. He was just stumbling over words. You saw how he uh, how he introduced Giannis when Giannis was in the building. Terribly high pitched. I didn't know what he was doing, bro. He was <laughs> he was fanning out while he was yeah introduced. he was nervous. Yeah, like, yeah, he was fanning out. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, relax, relax. You have to be a professional right now. <laughs> He's like, be honest. <laughs> he didn't even say his last name. He couldn't even say it. He was just so excited. Oh, but fucking Tony. Yo, Tony Khan is, is he's us with a bankroll, bro. Basically. Basically. Yo, shout out to Tony Khan, man. He's giving us, he's giving us moments, man. He's giving us moments. And it's uh it's turning into something good. But Another question I want to ask you. I'm going to start this off with Shice. Where do you think this leaves Adam Page? I think that's a good question. Because I had a next in line for that championship. And now that Daniel Bryan came in, I think that 
he's probably the only dude that I see taking that belt from Kenny Omega right now. Okay. But with him, I, I don't know, man. I feel like they got they got a couple events left on um on the calendar. They have uh what was that? Not a full gear. They got full gear in November. Uh winter is coming in December. And then they have what's that? The revolution in February, I think. And I feel like Revolution and All Out seems to be like they're really big shows. And I'm just thinking, like, I, I feel like they want to work up to maybe a CM Punk, uh, Kenny Omega match. I mean, we if you if you think about it, when Kenny was doing his promos against Christian, he kept calling him a punk. And he's like, and he kept telling him, like, yo, you could be the hometown favorite. Like, he kept on saying, like, these little things that implied that he wasn't even talking to Christian. Like, he was really talking to CM Punk. And I just feel like they're going to, they're kind of, like, moving in that direction to, like, you know, have that match, have that match there. And if they are, I don't know, man. Like, to me, I feel like CM Punk is going to be kind of like what Edge is right now to the WWE. How he's just having like really good matches. He'll be thrusted into like you know some championship matches here and there. Might not win, might win. Who knows? But I feel he's more of a guy that's just gonna have great matches. Like he's not gonna be defined on this run as like how many championships and accolades yeah. he had. What do you guys think? Uh, I, I feel you on that one. I feel like he's gonna be more of a like. Uh... Uh, like like you were saying before, like somebody that's gonna like help with the roster, you know what I'm saying? People over yeah. having great matches and shit like that. I think that's what he's gonna bring to that table over there. LP, I think he'll bring more to that. Like it's that's funny that you'll bring up the little comments that Kenny Omega would say because I didn't realize he was saying those things until you just said it. Like, I just started thinking about the promos that Christian and Kenny would have back and forth. And it's just like, that would make sense if the next person he's going to go after is CM Punk or CM Punk's going to go after Kenny. You know, that's their next program. Yeah. You know, but I would like to also see CM Punk versus Adam Cole. Like, yeah, Kenny called them out. Or let's say Kenny does call him out, but he's like, nah, you ain't even go through anybody yet. You have to, you know, who'd you see? Darby Allen? Adam Page. You're going to see Jungle Boy. He's going to shit on him on how, how he goes against fucking the new the roster, you know? Adam Page is one of those You can't even, it, it's, it's hard to imagine. You say, what, what were you saying, Shice? Adam Page is one of those guys that, that would fit great in WWE and be big over there. I mean, the next time around, like I, I like I what I want WWE to do right now, I don't want them to instantly react to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Just follow what you guys are doing, do what you're doing, because at the end of the day, in about two years, is when shit could really shift. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Within two years, a lot of those first contracts that were signed in AEW are gonna be coming up. And I feel for them to, like, start, like, making those surprise, you know, appearances like, you know, like AJ Styles and fucking Brock Lesnar when he first came back. And um, the Good Brothers, when they first just appeared on Raw out of nowhere, Finn Balor and NXT coming up and all this other shit. I feel like that's the only way they could start making, like, that noise again that they're used to making. Because right now, there's nothing much that they can do new. The only thing they could really do new is try to create more talent. I mean, they've created talent. You know, from what we've seen, we see them on Raw, we see them on SmackDown, we see them on a come up. There's a lot more coming in. Hopefully those are talents that they could, you know, mold and make them into stars, not superstars like a Roman Reign or anything, but just Mm -hmm. stars. Something with some type of like feel and some type of power, you know what I'm saying? So... That's that's what I'm hoping that they'll do. I, I don't think they're gonna, you know, answer right oh. away. They're just really like sitting back and seeing what the fuck is up. What WWE should do is get into this game with the whole 
um, promotional, you know, wrestling promotion versus wrestling promotion versus wrestling promotion. Because that would be dope. Having like a World War Games with just different promotions in there and having like a few of your top guys doing it, that would be dope. And no, that, that would be dope. That, that would be an awesome idea. Be back on the map. That's an awesome idea. But uh, what people have to come into like realization is AEW fucks with so many different promotions right now. Who's really out there for WWE to like have some type of like a partnership with? There was talks about MLW. You know what I'm saying? Say and I, WWE joining that that whole movement with AEW. Nah, it ain't happening. That ain't happening, bro. You never know what can happen. That ain't happening. And to be honest, I would rather that not happen because I want to see two different products on TV. No, no, no. But I'm not talking about like how they're doing now, but just like like a pay-per-view type shit. Like, you know, one of these things where like it goes down. That would be that would be pretty pretty nice. <laughs> Yeah, but then you gotta then you have to come to a, a realization like who's going over. That's that's why I don't want it to happen. I don't I want I want two different products on mm-hmm. TV. I don't I don't want AEW and WWE to do anything with each other. Or we gotta keep them separated, that. man. It it makes no sense that's to true. put them together. It makes no sense at all. Why? Yeah, I don't see WWE Ooh. progressing any any Anymore, yo, WWE. I, I can see the WWE is gonna they progress. Don't, they if don't they, need that. If they make, they don't need that help. Everybody else needs their help, and they so know it's, it. It's gonna get to a point where it's not. What are you gonna watch the same dudes over and over? Over here with these guys, they have like three promote. You know how many promote four? They have yeah. four promotions. Yeah that they keep messing with and that's gonna bro eventually that's gonna take a toll on WWE yeah but if if you're saying that the same people two years ago the people that are on Raw and Smackdown weren't really there huh there's a lot of those people that really weren't there and now they're there you feel what I'm saying like they're make they're making stars Mm -hmm. that is also true you know what I'm saying? They're making stars. Two years ago is when Becky started to shine. You know what I'm saying? And and then you have you have a core. You have a core of men and women that hold down the company. And then you have the other ones on the come up. And I feel like those that's gonna be on the come up, they're gonna some of them are gonna go into that core value. And whoever was underneath them on the come up, they're gonna go into that. That, that lane where they're right near the core of the company itself. And I feel like that's what WWE is doing. They're trying to just keep making stars from within. They don't want to have to rely on independence. They have their own independent, if you think about yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? And they're bringing people in. It's not like they're shutting down the door to anybody else to come in. If you're coming from somewhere, it's just just best be known that like you're gonna come in and be a WWE guy or a WWE woman. I mean, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't knock them for that. AEW's trying to do that shit too with the Nightmare Factory. They're trying, they're trying to create wrestlers on mm-hmm. their own, which is great because then you know that you have a vast supply of fucking talent there, waiting on the come up, waiting to get put in. You know what I'm saying? Work done. I mean, we got. Another thing, we got two people that look like they're going to be free agents very soon. We got Sami Zayn at the end of November, and we have, from what's been said now, um, Kevin Owens in February, I think it said, or some shit like that. What do you think about that? January, there you go. Thank you. I think that Kevin Owens should do the right thing and get out where he can. Fuck the extensions, fuck all that. You fit well in um, AEW, you fit well over there. Right now, they just use him. They got him doing a stunner. Horrible. It's horrible. What's so horrible about him doing a stunner? That's a fucking, that's a Steve Austin move, bro. 
like that wasn't even Steve Austin's move. Bro, you know that, right? It doesn't right? matter the way he did it. <laughs> and there's no other way people that should be recognized right now. Everywhere you go, if you do a stunner, where's it coming from? It's just Steve Austin. That's how it's recognized. So what? What about the power bomb? That the that power bomb is dope. Pop I know his power bomb is dope, but just the move, the power bomb, coming from like Vader and yeah, then but the, Diesel. The way he does and... it is different. No, he does the pop up like he throws the nigga in the air. Like I like that move. That's yeah, fire. Yeah. But I feel that he will be another big loss for WWE. I feel like he might. Yeah, I feel like he should be somebody there. He should be like one of the elder statesmen of WWE and like. Hopefully, go on another run. You don't think so? Why not? The way he's being used, bro. Yeah, they got him facing. Like they got him like talking shit towards Baron Corbin more. Doing shit with Logan Paul, like yeah, doing shit with like, that guy, bro. What's that? This guy's the new Ziggler, bro. He's like, Oof. but like and you know, Big Show there. was doing that for <laughs> Big Show was doing that for like ten years. He was having attraction okay, matches. There you go. And, and, the, and the shit was selling, selling, bro. The match he had with fucking Mayweather. Dope. That was all for entertainment. For that moment, but guess what? Oh, the Mayweather shit was dope. I'll talk about anything else after that. That shit sold because it was funny. And guess what? It fucking diluted his character. And that's what WWE does. So after a while, you can't go still going in there looking like real fucking big, like a big show. When you was just a mockery and, before. Hold on, but then they gave him that that gimmick of him having that one hit of quitter, the the weapon yeah, of mass yeah, destruction, yeah. and then he went in going crazy, and he had a title run off of that. But that was still early in his career. It wasn't like it was that late. Nah, that was a little late. No, it was, dude. He came into WWE like it, he was the first one to leave, besides uh X Pac when he came back. He was one of the first ones to come. It was the first one was like a real WCW got a defect. And that was like 99, bro. And him fighting Mayweather was like 2010, I think, 2011. Dude, that was 10 years into his run. Easily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yo, it's just people can't always be on top or just be right there. Like, yo, you have to go through the rounds, bro. And it's just like, you, you can see it in AEW too. Look at John Moxley. He's not, he's not at the top of the card right now. He's more of an attraction. He's over here doing these matches with all these Japanese dudes and doing all this and that in the third. You can't always be at the top. You can't just always be dominant. Cause if you are, then what the fuck, then what, what are we doing here? How are we building anything else to come around? These gimmicks are getting out of hand. <laughs> these stunners, all that stuff. It's just diluting your character, bro. You're not, that's not original. That's just them making you look like what they want to make you look. It's just retarded. It's not paying yeah, homage. It's it. not paying homage at all. It, yo, it, it was when they, when they put it out there that he asked Steve Austin to use it. And Steve Austin gave him the okay. You know, damn well Steve Austin was like, kid, don't do it. That's just going to fuck up your career. No, that's yeah, not what he kid, said. Don't do it. Steve that's Austin. Fuck up your career. Yo, Steve Austin As a matter said of fact, Steve Austin probably didn't even you got audio. Matter of fact, Vince McMahon on the whole writing team probably didn't even say nothing to him. Just like, yeah, doesn't matter what really you're going to say, Austin, because we own it. So it's like, you know, it doesn't matter. Nobody owns a move, bro. Whatever. Come on. Young. Come on, bro. So there you go. Everybody always does. Yo, dude, the super kick has been around forever. Fucking Young Bucks did that shit to death. Everybody did that shit to death. It's not even a fucking finisher anymore. Just like the stunner. The stunner is hardly a finisher anymore. Because the moves are evolving within pro Why wrestling, bro. Who does the stunner besides him? It, it's okay. So he's supposed to do everything else everybody else is doing? He doesn't he probably don't even want to do the stunner. He's just forced to do stupid shit like that. How do you know I'm that? Sure. How can you come up I'm, with that? I'm saying Dude, it, it's can... not, you don't know that either, but I'm just telling you. That I, deep down inside, <laughs> I'm sure 
he's like, I wish I could do my power bomb. His move. I wish I could do you my think, power bomb. You don't think, the wrestler, <laughs> you you don't think a wrestler coming into wrestling is going to be like, I want to do my own finisher instead of this finisher from Stone Cold Steve Austin that everybody knows that that's his finisher. How many, so no matter how, how, many famous, people actually no matter how famous you are, you're still going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin's finisher besides having your own finisher. How many people actually have their own finisher? Their own personal shit. But you're naming the same. It's almost naming the same shit, like a stunner. It's the same shit, bro. It's just like what a power bomb. It's named the same shit. I don't think, That's I don't, what I'm telling you. Super kick. I don't same think shit. This thing was a power bomb. I, don't, I forgot what this move called. It was a pop up power bomb. Same shit. But it was different. It's a better with the two it's words. A, it's it was a different. better move than the fucking stunt. That stunner he's doing. That's a fact. I think the way he delivers it, it's better it's than a, the stunner. It's a, yeah, it's a better move that he's done than the stunner. That's a fact. If you're gonna sit here and say that the, that stunner that he does is better than the power bomb, I don't know what the hell you. I'm not saying that, and I didn't say right. that. Did so, you say that? Nance? But what I'm trying to tell you, like, you made it seem like, you know, people have, like, these unique moves. Not that many people have a unique move set, bro. A lot of the shit is just fucking recycled. And just a lot, done, of, a, a lot, lot of the new guys different. that are coming in got different moves. Nothing is recycled. What What's recycled that's now that, that the new guys are coming in with? Using a you tell me what are they doing new? Nobody's really doing anything new. What's new? Everybody, everybody has like that same that same guillotine chokehold. Everybody has the fucking the go to sleep and the and the other shit that Daniel Bryan does. That that fucking um, what does he call that shit? The yes lock and shit like that. Like I don't know what they're really called. I'm not I'm not a fucking dictionary of moves what's, over here. What's Cross's move? He does that fucking that that chokehold, that rear end chokehold that fucking Samoa yeah. Joe does. You know what's unique? And we saw it during fucking um NXT Takeover when Samoa Joe did the fucking um uh damn, what's that move called? Uh shit, that shit that he brought for him from TNA. For Samoa Joe? Yeah, uh fuck, 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 fuck. Um the chokehold. No, uh, the gut buster. No, 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 not the trouble. Yes, yes, the what? that. The gut buster. Like, yo, he just holds him here, like, kind of, like, packaged up and then just throws him down. Like, that's the only thing I can say that's actually, like, unique in, in comparison to whatever is being I think done. the only person that... Or, like, or like what um, uh, Imperium does. They, they kind of do, like, something like the Road Warriors, but it's, like, with the European uppercut. Yeah, or uh, Bianca Belair with her hair. Yeah, because, like, that, that other move is just, yeah, it's just it's like... it's a regular it, fucking... Uh, it's almost a Death Valley driver. Well, yeah. yeah, something like that. But it's just, you know, like, it's just variations of, of a move. Everything is just the same. There's some moves, I'm not going to say everything, but there's some moves that are that are pretty unique. In their own right, but a lot of people is just taking other shit and trying to make it their own. Stunner should be one of them. All right, man. I mean, yo, listen. Maybe he fucking needs to like you know run run across the ring and then stun the person. I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just have him I right guess, there. I guess. I guess if he stays, then that means he fucking love that move, man. And love the company, so that's why he wanted to stay because this shit's fucking dope. Oh man, well let's see, let's see what happens. By uh, like I said, man, the next six months is gonna be very telling. Going into WrestleMania season and going into WrestleMania itself next year, it's gonna be very telling of the talent that's gonna be available and the talent that's making moves or staying put. So with that being said, what do you think about the return of the Demon? As we saw uh, last week on SmackDown, they kind they did make Finn Balor look strong because Finn Balor got jumped before he went into that match with uh, Roman Reigns, and then he went into it. Yeah, and that- and there was still there was still like you know little chicaneries here and there. So it was it was good in the sense that they didn't look 
they didn't make Finn Balor look less than. They made Finn Balor actually look like he's he's competition towards Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is going towards the back. You hear the doom doom. Plus the red lights. So that's signaling in the demon. What do you think about the demon returning? It's only good when it's brought out once in a while. You know? Yeah, it hasn't been brought yeah, out in a while. So I just hope they just keep it like that. You don't have to keep bringing out the demon. Like Finn Balor doesn't, shouldn't have to bring out this fucking gimmick just to show that he's stronger. You know? It should just be him like as a heel, whatever the fuck. But I, I guess bringing back the demon fills in the spot that Mostly. the fiend has. Bring it out if you're gonna win the title. That's another thing I was thinking about. I was like, I don't want to see the demon and he loses. But then again, it's like I don't think anything can be kept, you know, untouched. You know, as we've seen with like, you know, certain characters, like if we go back to like the Undertaker, the Undertaker was undefeated for a certain amount of time. And even when he came back and he still was pretty much dominant. There was times where he lost the title and stuff like that. And, you know, the spiritual powers of the urn didn't, didn't work. You yeah, know what I'm saying? enough to stop, uh, you know, rock bottom. Whoever, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen at Extreme Rules. And I'm also interested to see what's going to happen Friday night in New York City at Madison Square Garden. It's a lot of big matches there on that card for SmackDown. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be something uh something great to see, man. But what what do you think about Finn Balor's uh return to the main roster so far? It's been good. It's been good. Like Roman needs to see different opponents, man. Can't just be hyping up a possible Brock versus Roman match again. Like, I'm excited to see Brock versus Roman again, but I want to see Finn, like, really giving a match, giving giving 30 minutes, 45, you know? I really want to see Brock going at it with Bobby Lashley. Hopefully, that's a WrestleMania match. Well, it's already booked, supposedly, that the main event's going to be Brock and Roman. When? For WrestleMania. I heard no that that's booked for uh the Saudi event. Yeah, Crown Jewel. Brock versus Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I'm gonna have to dig on that because I was just reading that that that's already booked for WrestleMania. And with that, you know, like with that being said, I don't think Finn Balor should even go towards Roman Reigns lane right now. I think they should keep building him because what he got is they already let Adam Cole go. They, you know, Finn Balor is probably like the next one, I think, on that level where he can cause like attention and and put up a crowd and a fight and stuff like that. And they should just keep bullying him. Him going straight for Roman should have waited. But you think they they would like try to like prolong that story where to Every time, like, Roman is facing Finn, like, it's just he's winning because of, like, outside interference. On some old school shit, you know what I'm saying? Until, like, Finn could really get him to himself, maybe even have a cage match or some shit like that. Yep. I think that could lead to that also. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a couple of things that they can do, man. There's a couple of things that they can do. But uh, one thing is for certain, it'll be hard to fucking try to match the level of that tag team cage match. I can't stop thinking about it. I can't, I can't even stop thinking about it, bro. The last time I seen a dope-ass tag team match like that, especially in a cage, was when uh, New Day was rocking with the Usos and that uh, Hell in a Cell match they had a couple of years back. Usos always put up a great fight, man. They always put up a great show. Well, so does New Day. Yeah, I can't yeah. really talk about the bad thing Shout out to the gear on Monday, though, right? Yeah, dope. Very dope. Shout out to the gear on Monday. They're out here looking like the outsiders. Vibes. Yo, and That's it's funny up. you bring up the Usos because that just 
reminds me of what happened to Naomi, like getting dubbed and shit like that. Do you think yeah. she's gonna turn heel and maybe join the bloodline? That would be beautiful. I would love to see Naomi part of the bloodline and then get the title as well. They all got blue straps. That'd be fire. That'd be sick. She just yo, she just cost Bianca the title and then take it for herself. I could deal with that. Could be something. Could be something. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, I mean, we're we're overthinking it because we haven't even seen her and then, in a match. And the draft is coming, so let's month. see how everything plays out after that. Exactly. The draft is coming. You know, things might uh take a turn for the better or for the worse. Who may mm-hmm. know? Who knows? But yeah, man, we gotta see what's going on with that. But uh guys, uh, I think we wrapped up for the week. Seems about right. And yeah, man. What uh well, y'all niggas hearing though, but what what y'all want to hear on the end of the pod? We'll say he wanna hear Drake. Oh, is he gonna be doing his eyebrows? That's what he says. He's gonna be doing his eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, I've i been questioning Yo, Shiggy, Shiggy's hilarious, bro. I've been questioning a lot of things I've been hearing about guys' tastes in music. Somebody's backing Drake up, somebody's like in Ja Rule, if somebody saying Max D ain't all that, all I, don't, right. I don't know what's Let going on. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. I'm pretty sure what's going that on. there were people, that there were people liking a couple of Ja Rule tracks before 50 Cent came around. I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah, cry, because that's true. I'm just saying I'm that, to show bro. A proud face. For a friend, but that's breaking my heart. <laughs> but it's true though, bro. Come on, like yo, and then when he, I'm pretty sure that when people heard that song, the one he had with with Jay and uh, DMX, the Murder Inc. Oh, song, yeah. the album for Murder, people are like, "Oh, this shit is kind of hot." And then you know he went the route to go get some bread. I'm pretty sure there was a couple of them songs people was feeling, bro. Until Fifty came out and said, "Yo, this nigga should stop singing." Let That's me what sing. I said. And when, I, and when I mentioned <laughs> something like that, I got, I got. No, I agreed with you. I agree with you. Just like Moxley, he's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> but yo, that that it's funny, bro. It's funny how people forget. People forget, bro. People tend to forget. Look at handsome Squidward. Look at him. <laughs> That's the Almighty right there, bro. Oh my! Uh, that's before the rage, bro. Before the rage. Word. But yeah, uh, we'll see what's up. I mean, that that's next week, right? The fourteenth. Yeah. That yes. versus. Yes. Let, let's see. Let's see how the crowd reacts to certain stuff. Let's see how, cause yo, the thing with Joe, man, Joe could go back and forth, yeah. like with Joe got hits. Tracks for the female, tracks for the hood. That Joe got hits. You know what I'm saying? So I think Fat Joe should have really got a different person to do the the verses. Supposedly he tried to get 50 and 50 just wasn't with it. 50 was smoke his boots. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, that. 50 got I don't know about what? That. He's gonna have 50 to got joints, bro. he has joints. 50 has joints, 50 but he has to go into the mixtape era. Boots. He has to go into he has to go into the mix. Boots. He'll have to go into the mixtape era. Boots, and also Oh no! Yeah, yeah. He he would have to do he would have to do a locks, bro. He would go into that mixtape. He would have to go into the dips, the the mixtape joint and, and tell he, he's yo not, and tell fucking tell Lloyd Banks and Tony Ayo that he's sorry. Come on stage with me. I need y'all niggas here. Yo, we need G Unit. Without G Unit, he can't bro, do it. 50's first mixtape was pretty genius. Exactly. Yeah, but what but without G Unit and you name that was popping yeah. out the airways that's not New York. Fifty's first album. It's was not gonna be a straight. It's yeah. gonna be on other. There's no Fat Joe album that comes close to Fifty's first album. So. All right, but what I gotta Yo, say but is the this. thing is that Fat Joe got multiple albums with different. If you could go against Fifty's first album with Fat Joe, he, you could pull out a lot of tracks from each album. Yo, bro, you're wild. Oh, you could, bro. Make your own. Yo, cause bro, even, 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 even 50 does, bro. You're crazy. 
You're crazy. You're crazy. Bro. This songs. Yo, I'm not going to lie. Fat Joe got some. Besides good. his first. Yeah, Fat Joe yeah, got hits. Fat Joe got a lot of hits, bro. He ain't got hits like 50 cents. Oh. All I got to oh. say is this. No, it didn't chart the way 50 hits charted. That's definitely. But if he would need, if he would do a versus, he needs G. He, he can't maybe, do by maybe, 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 but. He can maybe, maybe, but. Wait, good. You think the, he's gonna win the verses doing his whole first album? No, he's not but, gonna win though. Exactly, bro, he's he not got, gonna win it like that. Bro, he got, he's not gonna have a lot of people paying attention to his old mixtape because there's a lot of people that have been past that old mix. He's he got to do it bro, in the New York vibe, bro. He can't be anywhere else but New York to have that vibe if, that fucking the locks have. If it's a New York vibe like Jada had, he could pull off the whole mixtape easy. If he's out of it, he's if he's somewhere else, bro, before G Unit. Bro, before, before he might not even need you, you know, if he's only doing his verses. Nah, nah, you, we're not gonna talk about what were well, you gonna talk about? Power of a dollar, you're crazy, you're crazy. My nigga, he still needs G Unit, bro, because his best shit was with G Unit. So, and with who does Fat Joe have? You a fan of Fat 50? Terror Squad, when he got shot. Oh, actually, what okay. but, but he'll have Terror Squad there PD's, with him. He needs pun, that's what he needs. Who, Fat Joe? Nah, he don't need pun. He needs. He does not need fun. Yo, listen. He he could have a holograph of pun. Good to go. He could have Remy Martin. What is he saying that he got more hits than fifty? Oh, what? I'm not saying oh, he got more he hits does. than fifty. Yeah, you why you my nigga. He has a lot of hits. He has a lot of collabs. Fat Joe, yo, there he's, was a moment yo, that Fat Joe was coming out with like two hits bro, a year. He he's got hits, bro. You sleep on Fat Joe. I'm not That's sleep- why he has his longevity in music. I'm, and Fifty had to, I'm not had to sleep- move on from it. Now Fifty only does his theme songs for every one of his fucking power. Bro, he got power. He fucking moves universe. The bigger money. What the hell? Who wouldn't? Fat yeah. Joe still stuck. That's on cool. Making uh, music. Uh, podcasting. Nah, Fat Joe got a store. Whatever. Man. Whatever. Fat Joe got a store. He's still fucking yeah. making music. Oh man! I, I, you know what? You know what? I got. I already know what I'm gonna play. I already know what I'm gonna play. Which one? Don't worry about it. Yeah, it'll, it'll surprise you guys. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play some fifty for Shice. There you go. I'm gonna play a uh, candy shot, and then you know we're gonna take it from there. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Well, this episode was uh, sponsored oh, by Storyline Tees. Get your tees. Whoever your champ is, got the bloodline here. You also got the almighty here. Get a storyline tease for my man's over here. I think he's on this side. There you go. Bang. I got to be pointing at the right direction. Ah, you are. Excellent. <laughs> Chase, you were supposed to go like that. Oh, my screen LP's pointing that way. And you're this way. Oh, you got to change it. You're in the oh, mirror. Okay. Yeah. And change it. See? Oh, well, my friends. Yeah. This was episode 159 of the 20 by 20 podcast. We are your hosts, Nathan McFly, with Mr. Shice and LP Dangerously. And yo, this is actually our introduction at the moment. And now it's also our outro. <laughs> we, didn't get to, we didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning. Yeah, that's not how weird. It was a little, you know, little tribute to the Michael K. Williams. Or shout out to Omar, rest up. Shout out to you Omar. Know. Never see some another character like that ever again. Fucking chalk, chalky white. You'll never see something like that again. Amazing actor. Wow. Young. But wow, yo, wow, awesome wow. show, guys. Awesome. Well, I'm going to do a bang. Oh, he's going to do a bang. Yeah, he's, he's already, already out. He's out. All right, peace. Hey, hey, yeah, he's out. he didn't even let the pod go down. Oh, he's out. Yeah. 50 Cent. Lloyd Banks. Yeah, yo, G Rap shit plays a major part in my life. life. If you jeopardize it, I got the right. What? Send a motherfucker at you tonight. Uh-huh. G
neck Then I ain't stopping till my click pop em. Swimming in barrels of money Maka walk around with a hit up Cause if Sally the dummy is funny Niggas a rabbit see you suffering and hungry I'm comfy as hell Skating with another nigga's money But it still feels like I'm dreaming. 40 calendar, my pillow, kind of feeling my semen. The physical presence of a female is the form of a demon. That's why I fuck them and leave them, get my nut while I'm breathing. Never yeah. thought they catch me slipping, now I'm ducking and dripping. That's a thousand dollar outfit, what the fuck is you dripping? You tripping, no record can get my ass in position. Death waits for no collision, whether Catholic or Christian. Listen, I went through mama bitching, in and out the kitchen with proper because Papa was in and out the prison. You got soldiers, but you still gotta respect the odds. We got more four fives and nine. In the deck of cards. Take me out the hood, but can't take the hood out me. Cause what? Cause I'm ghetto, I'm ghetto. Niggas hate when you do good, but when you broke, your friends and their enemies, they love you, they love you. Cheat, cheat, get the yayo. Picture me being cracked out of town, trips on the train. Uh -huh. What? Cheat, cheat, get the yayo. Picture me being cracked. Only, oh, here we go, you can sniff me, cut me, I'll turn you to a junkie. Uh -huh. I'm the number one seller in the whole fucking country. What? Wall Street niggas, they caught me on the White boys don't call me coke, they call me blow It's time to go on the bus, the train, the plane I'm smuggled, I'm nothing but trouble uh -huh. I make your money double, cook me in baking soda yeah. I turn your hoop rock into a new Range Rover Woo! I pay all your bills and fill your refrigerator uh -huh. Feed your family, turn your man to a hater uh -huh. Put me in the door panels of your stash box Put me in your nights, Tim's a Reebok If you cop three and a half, you hustling backwards Cop a hundred grams, you moving forwards what? Trying to move more birds And P.A. all day uh, on the corner of third Nigga, oh, no. can't take me out the hood But can't take the hood out me What? Cause I'm ghetto Pitching me polishing pistols I'm coming to get you The sales hit you, scream Think I'm playing, I mean it Man, I done bought all these pistols Let's get it poppin' Still yeah. waving my M1 shell cases Get the drop Come on. The devil's round the corner I got too much pride to hide I'm outside Gun in my pocket Just stuntin' I'm stoppin' I'm dying to pop it I'm young and I'm restless You know oh. Just since the world turns The lessons should be learned Count on my blessings Clean up my weapons I'm ready for war The strong survive The weak shall perish I told you before Hoes can compliment me Now like 50 Nice chain Bellagio 20 grams of chips With the dice game Ballin' now Can't stop yeah. Gotta watch MTV BET Nigga you see me, I'm one in for mad Cause I'm doing good or Cause niggas feeling me more than you and your hood And it hurts cause you love them and they don't love you back Cause they know you just rapping and you don't push that You pussy Yeah, explain it to the niggas in your hood, nigga They know you fucking front, nigga Talking like gangsters on the record I see you, nigga, niggas know me, nigga Action around in my hood, nigga Read the daily news, nigga You see them talk about me, nigga I'm in the middle of all kind of shit Pussy Get it poppin' 